Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevance for today. We are once again in Grand Lake in New Brunswick, Canada. Special guest on the show once again is Ollie from England. Had a great time on the last podcast we did together. So here's another one and look at the fox over there. Awesome stuff. Stay tuned. Canada, Ollie, welcome back. You can't get enough of me, Steve. I know, man. I'm enjoying this. And as we are literally talking and doing this podcast, and I apologize ahead of time, it's a little windy out here, mm. but uh, Ollie rigged us up with a, what do you call those things? I just call a it wind sock or something. Fluffy. A fluffy. Yeah. He's hooked that up. Meanwhile, we're sitting here watching a fox mm. watching us as he's scratching his body. That's hilarious. Fox just come right through the neighborhood. Aren't they supposed to be nocturnal? Uh, there's supposed to be something, but there he goes, chilling. <laughs> he's been partying all night. He is just having a good old time. So yeah, what are we talking about today, Ollie? We left off talking about life. We talked about uh, social media, pros and cons. Mm. We talked about losing loved ones and being deliberate in life. Mm. And uh, we just talked about being a blessing and relationship and communication. We covered a lot of ground. Yeah, we did, man. And I know that everybody loves your voice. You got that British voice, that British accent going on. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Well, I haven't got that radio voice that you've been blessed with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's start, all right. You need to start doing movie trailers. You think so? Yeah. There once was a man. So say two, two men in New Brunswick. Two men in New Brunswick. One podcast. One podcast. Revelance Revel for today. Yeah, relevance for today. There we go. Sharing good news around the world to people <laughs> like you. Stay tuned. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> good stuff. So, Ollie is involved in doing video. Mm. What's the title of that? What, what's your job title? I'm an assistant producer. Nice. Mm. Working your way up to the top or what? Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's just the job title because um, I, I'd rarely say I was an assistant to a producer on a shoot. If I go to a shoot, I'm producing, I'm directing, mm -hmm. I'm editing, I'm doing sound, sometimes I'm on the camera. Um, yeah? In this. In the day and age of today in TV, you've got to be very versatile. Right. You've got to be able to do everything, you know? True. You've got to be able to uh, know how a camera works, know how to set up a shoot, know how to edit, and I'm trying to pursue a career doing some presenting stuff. Oh, nice. And um, that was the big dream of mine when I first started, and I used to watch the guys on the TV and think, um, you guys have got it easy, you know? You just, you just stand in front of a camera, just saying any old lines what a dream job right and a guy I used to work with he said if you want to become a good TV presenter you need to learn how to become a good producer first nice you need to learn how cameras work you need to learn how to direct you need to know everything there is to know and then you'll be ready and my god was his advice the best really ah because now when I'm in those situations I I understand you know you think more it's like it's like just now it's pretty windy I don't know if you guys can hear the wind it's pretty windy but you've got experience in audio so we've turned the recorder around we've got right. the fluffy on 
say you got someone who didn't know about audio, they would have just kept going and their whole um, whole podcast might have been screwed up because they didn't have the right sound. Right. So you use that experience and put it into action when you need to. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And that, that goes with anything in life. Mm. You know, you do your homework first. Mm. You, you know, for example, for me as a minister of the gospel, I better be doing my homework first. I better be staying in the Word of God and reading the Bible and studying mm-hmm. and learning how to love others the way Jesus Christ taught us to love others so that I don't step out with my shoe in my mouth. Mm-hmm. And as soon as someone says, well, how has God changed your life? And I'm like, well, He has. And I walk away. But instead, I'm able to share with you my testimony and things like that. And like you said, someday Ollie will be a producer. Try my best. So when you, so when you say you're a minister... Yes, sir. Would you just explain exactly what that is? Yeah, I actually went to uh, ministry school. Right. Um, according to the God, Word of God, though, if you're getting out and you're ministering to other people the way the disciples did, the way Jesus taught them to, then you're actually a minister anyway without having the title of the paper. Um, but as a minister, mm. you're ministering to others. Mm. You're like I ran a food pantry for 12 years. So I was ministering to people through the food, mm. giving to the poor. I was sharing the word of God to mm. them, sharing, giving out Bibles, kind of like you told me about your friend there over on the golf tour, mm. where you actually, he gave you a Bible and actually took the time to write in it. So it's that same thing. So you're ministering the word of God to people. But do you ever do it where you, you're you in a church or whatever and you're at the front and you're speaking to people? Because that's how I, I have spoken a time or mm. two, but no, that'd be like preaching. Okay. Right. Sorry, I'm with you. I'm just yep. trying to understand in my head exactly what it is. So, yeah. So, for me, for example, um, just because you have the... Just because you're a minister doesn't mean you're going to have your own church and things like that. Like I was teaching Bible study, for example. Hmm. You've got ministers that run ministries. Hmm. You know what I mean? Photographer does photography. Minister does ministry. Ministering to others in different I ways. I see. And things like that. I'm with you now. Yes. Yeah. But, like, what are you saying about doing your homework? those times when you did turn up and you're speaking to people and you were clearly unprepared, people would feel a bit cheated by that, wouldn't they? Because they've, they've come out and taken the time to listen. Depending on who you are. Mm. Okay, so if you're prideful, then you'll sit back and you'll dodge the questions. Mm. Or someone will come to you and say, well, can you explain that to me? And some people will talk around or beat around the bush and not give the personal answer where I'm the type of person to say if you come to me and say well Steve explain to me more about this kid that fell out of the window and got raised from the dead I'll say you know what I do not remember about that portion Hmm. but I will definitely get back to you which encouraged me to go home and do my homework and then I'm able to come back and say that kid's name was Eutychus in the book of Acts Mm -hmm. and he fell out of the window because he fell asleep because the preaching was going on for a long time you know or whatever it may be you know it's being able to come down to people's level I believe in it's kind of like you're saying about learning about the producing so that you'll be an amazing you know you'll be the person actually behind the scenes but you'll also be the person on the scene Mm -hmm. doing the talking and so forth and you'll know what other people have gone through and that brings that whole thing we talked about earlier about you'll know where others have been because you have forgiven or you have been in that situation before and so you know what it's like to say hey I know what it's like with these guys behind this camera Mm. they're making me look good Mm. so I need to make sure I give them credit where credit is due Mm. 
think there's there's nothing more impressive of life than someone being prepared. Yes. You know, I think there's an art in I wing I wing it all the time. Mm. You know, you rock up somewhere and you you winging it. You mm-hmm. just running for. But it's like Steve this morning and his wife Barb. You cooked for us, didn't you? Yes, sir. You cooked corn fritters mm. and bacon. And, <laughs> Gotta and have bacon. The, 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 the cooker was supplied, right? Yes. But you brought all the ingredients. We brought the cooker. You brought, look, see? And the oil. You've brought the cooker, you brought the oil, you brought all the ingredients. Yes. You had this plan. You've prepared. Yes, sir. And I really rate that. Yes. I really rate that. <laughs> There's nothing greater in life than people being prepared. That's right. Say, say you had, say you had just woken up and you know done a breakfast, the stuff out the kitchen. I would have liked that too. Mm-hmm. But it's the fact that you wanted to make something especially and specifically for people. And your wife Barb was saying, whenever someone who hasn't tried them, she goes out of her way to prepare it and brings it to you. She did all that, and I love that. Yeah, she did. Fantastic. And it made you feel special. Mm. That's all about the love, man. That's how you. That's another way of portraying love to people. Mm. You know, someone might say this just a corn fritter with some maple syrup on it and butter. It's like, no, no, no. You don't understand. But like you said, mm. these people showed up. They had planned to do this, mm. and they told us the day before and hyped it up. Mm. When I get the first ones ready you're gonna get one because you've never had them it's like oh mm, but feed me 10 a.m is, is that still breakfast time it was nine o'clock in america <laughs> well we're, we're in canada right now <laughs> well it's like five o'clock in the uk yeah there you go i'm on, I'm on canada time now <laughs> yes and for those who didn't listen to the first podcast that ollie and i did together he's from england mm. yes whether you what do you work that out yet? Although I get a lot of American or, or um, Canadians think uh, we're Australian. Really? Because mm. apparently we, we sound the same to them. Almost some of the lingo. I lived over there for three years. I oh, graduated in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to my Alice Springs <laughs> classmates. Yes. There we go. Yeah, there you, you go. All over the world, Shout out. You? Yeah, Germany. Different places. See, look. Uh, and this morning at breakfast, Steve said that I didn't. I wasn't listening to him. But I remember a lot of things you told me. Yeah. Germany. Wasn't there another place? England, of course. England, of course. Yeah. Yep. Where? And Australia. What, you said was, it. Was it Hart, Hertfordshire? Harrogate. Oh, I was close. You're close, man. Close. Yeah, Harrogate, England. Mm. Dad worked over there for the government, and we mm. uh, traveled. That's another thing. Makes you a people person. Who? Me or you? It makes you a people person. That's it, why you're the way you well are. Being well-traveled? Yeah. Oh, do you think? Yeah, I agree with that. What, what I was going to say is, um, and I think this is definitely an art you possess, but you need it for podcasts, is the art of talking to people. Do you ever get it when you're speaking to someone and um, you feel like, like now, now we're talking, right? Yes. I'll be saying, you'll be saying something, and then mm-hmm. something you'll say will trigger something in, in my head. Yes. And then instead of listening, so you might speak for another minute after. And instead of listening to that, all mm-hmm. I'm thinking, all I'm doing is keeping that in my head. And then as soon as you finish speaking, bam, bam, I'm back with that. But you might have, you might have gone on to something completely different. Mm-hmm. So I watched this thing online, and it's about having better conversations with people and listening to what they say. Yes. Right. Because we got to do that for our job because we interview sports people. Mm-hmm. It's very nerve-wracking because you're there interviewing a golfer don't want to mess up right you want them to think you're a good interviewer you ask them a question and instead of listening you're just thinking in your head right what am i going to say what next what am i going to say next whereas if you actually listen to someone right you have great conversations you know and it was after this talk that i started noticing that and now now i listen 
listen to what people say and you might say something and I'll be like just going back and, and then reply to that and then after I'll say going back to what you said earlier yeah um, because that's what also what we were talking about on part one about um, communication what we like about what are we talking about what we like about people communication we talked about communication yeah sorry people not being on their phones yes I also like people who um, listen to what I say yeah you know I say something and they respond. Right. Me and my friend Zara, we've got this, um, there's this thing in life called support and shift. Okay, so say I say to you, I'm not feeling great today. Okay. Your support response is, oh, you know, sorry, like, to, hear sorry to hear that. Can I get you some medicine or, or what can I do to make you feel better? Yes. Your shift response is, I don't feel great either. Yes. Um, you know? Yes. And when someone told me about this, and then it's crazy how many people do it, and then the beauty of of someone actually supporting it's supposed to go support support shift so you have a conversation you support them then you might want to tell them something you say and then you shift it back but now I've said that to you you might meet someone and you might say something to them and they just they bring it back to them the whole time of course so how do we how do we how do we go about not how do we forgive them for that well, for starters, we're all human. That's true. And you know you're going to deal with it because you just said it. Mm. And I have dealt with the same thing. You, One of the most important things about the communication process is listening. Mm. And not thinking about yourself is another thing, which is important. Take mm. the, my daughter said it this morning, she was giving a message and she was excited because she was one of the top 12 in her company mm. for lemongrass, which is fantastic. So kudos to you, Samantha. We're proud of you. But in that, she said, I'm going to make sure I take the word I mm. out of this conversation because I couldn't have done it without all these people, mm-hmm. including God. And that was awesome. And if we take the I out of ourselves, mm. because like you said, there's nothing worse. And I've met so many people just like you've met many people all over the world. But the neat part is you meet the same people everywhere you go. You're going to meet the same characters. Mm. So as soon as I say to you, Ollie, my ankle hurts today, and you go, oh, yeah, mine does too. Mm. You've just nullified my whole situation. The conversation's over. Mm. There's no point in me telling you the rest of the story about why my body hurts Mm. because you're going to say, yeah, mine does too. Mm. And I call it trumping the other person's conversation, like the game Top Trumps from England. Trumping, okay. Yep, where I would say one thing, well, then you turn around and say the same thing on top of what I said. And if I say, hey, you know what? I just filmed... Uh, an amateur golf game and then you say well I oh you did well I did a Mm. pro one Mm. and me and Tiger Woods went out for lunch and you're like well thanks a lot (laughs) you know but yeah so what do you do in that situation you remember in your mind who you're talking to Mm. you're talking to people people are going to make mistakes and some people just are bad communicators Mm. because you're right they don't listen and they're focusing on themselves And you end up getting into a situation where once you realize that person's character, you're able to steer the conversation in a way that's just going to be a surface. I call them surface conversations. Right. I'm not going to be able to have a deep conversation with this person because they're going to talk about themselves the whole time. Mm-hmm. So that's when you end up saying, man, the weather's great outside. And they go, yeah, it is nice. Yeah. And then you just talk about what they want to talk about. I wish it was warmer. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, some will do that to you. Or they'll say, yeah, but winter's coming. Mm. So then you don't talk about the weather anymore. Mm. No, you're you're so right. And that's... But then it's interesting, isn't it? Because you get, like, for instance, you could speak about yourself for the next half an hour, and I would... 
I'd, I'd be gripped, you know. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, but I think I, maybe it's like how much you like the person. I don't know what it is. So weird, isn't it? Like relationships between people, and you get one person, and they could talk about themselves for ten minutes, <laughs> and you the whole time you're thinking, please, just can, yes. can you finish this story? Yeah. And other people, you're like, what? I'm like, wow, you know? Mm-hmm. What do you think the difference is? Uh, for starters, the difference is communication skills. Mm. Um, in fact, no one has told that individual who's just boring people to death and just talking about themselves all day. You can tell that they don't have many friends mm. because a real friend would say, hey, Ollie, <laughs> yeah. dude, you're killing me, man. <laughs> yeah. You're killing me. And they say, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You're just talking about yourself and I can't get a word in edgewise. Mm. No one has ever told me that before. Mm. Thank you. So what do you suggest? Stop talking about yourself all the time. Yeah. Allow someone else to take interest in someone else. Mm-hmm. Because when you take interest in them, it's almost like a give and take thing. Mm-hmm. Like you said about the support, support. So then they want to give you time to speak. And then they ask you questions and roll off of back and forth. Like you said, mm-hmm. how we've been flowing back and forth. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, this is my podcast show, but you're asking me questions. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. We're going back and forth like that. Is that unusual? It's beautiful. Is that unusual though? Sometimes it is. Yeah. But we're talking right now like we've been doing this show together for years. Yeah. No. You know, I might quit my job and just go. Yeah, you time should, man. Come on over. <laughs> yeah, we'll get cracking. But yeah, and that's important for you listeners out there. You know, when you think about things like this, like what Ollie's bringing up, there's really good points. Is think about your communication. There's TED talks out there. You know, listen to this podcast like you're doing right now. But there's many ways of helping you to learn how to communicate with others, and a very important part of that is listening. Mm. In fact, they tell you, and I don't know the percentages off the top of my head, and if this was a video, I'd actually put them up, but they talk about the percentages of communication, like your words only make up less than, I think it's less than 10% mm. of the whole the communication thing. Mm. 50-some percent, I think, is body language, mm. and then you have your tone, yeah. and then you have your words. Mm. But if you send someone a text message, you get none of that. Yeah. All you get is the words. So when I say, Ollie, where are you? You're either going to go, oh, they care about me, or they're going to be like, wait a minute here. Jeez, people aren't patient. They're yelling at me in a text, you know, Mm. and so forth. But, yeah, it's a give and take thing. Communication is a give and take thing. You have to be considerate of the individuals you're talking to. And sometimes being a good communicator is sitting back and just keeping your mouth shut. Because sometimes people are going through some stress and some problems, Mm. and they just need someone to listen. And really listen and not be thinking about what you're going to buy at the grocery store. I, I agree. And also, don't be afraid to ask the, the question that you want to ask, but you think you're not sure whether they're ready to answer that. Right. You know? So, like, you were telling me about your mum passing. Mm-hmm. When you told me that, um, I'm, I want to ask you about it. Yeah. But then I think, oh, is it still raw? Is it, you know, I want to, I want to know what happened and stuff. Yep. And as I got to know you more, I will like to find find out more about that. But if you're ever if you're in a situation with someone and some, like someone says something, don't be afraid to explore it because you think it might offend them. If you say it in the right way, right. it might suddenly open up this crazy conversation between yeah. you because it triggers something in, inside of them. And like you said, you go from having these surface conversations and you start talking about something deep. Yes, you know. Yeah. And that builds the relationship. For sure. Like, I'm trying to think of an example, but I 
tonight. Well, it's like you said about my mom. Mm. You know, so we'll sit down and I'll let you know, you know, she had a stroke. Mm. In fact, I was joking with her and laughing about the love letter I wrote her for her birthday just a few weeks before that. Yeah. We're talking, we're having a good time, and I always tell them I love them, mm. love you guys, thanks for everything, because you never know what tomorrow's going to bring. And, of course, she had a stroke at, like, 11 o'clock on a Friday night, and two Wednesdays later, she went to be with the Lord, and we took care of her. We were there for her. We were there for Dad. Mm. My sisters were there, my brother, and we just surrounded Mom with love. How beautiful is that time as hard as it is yeah like when my dad was unwell in hospital mm -hmm. the the room he was in was full right. all day you know yeah friends family yeah people he worked with every day i mean the, the base of the family were there all the time right but it was just 10 people in a room and he's on the bed and mm. we're sharing stories and yeah. his friends are saying oh, i remember 30 years ago when we did this and yes sir. it's it's tough yeah but it's so beautiful mm -hmm. and as weird as it sounds i don't know if you feel the same that was some of the nicest yeah memories i've had with him the, well there's so much love in that environment yeah. and here's the thing it's funny you're bringing this up because i just did a podcast yesterday at grand falls i actually did three of them back <laughs> to back but one of them i was talking about the love letter but i was also sharing not to wait until the funeral mm. And I shared a podcast after my mom passed away because we were going to actually move to another state. And as soon as we say we were going to move, I had several people come up to me and they started telling me how they truly felt about me. Right. I had one guy, he broke down crying. And another guy who stayed home and cried. And I felt, you know, it broke my heart to hear that because I thought at the same time, we need to stop waiting to tell people how we really feel, mm. to ask the questions in mm. love, yeah. because we wait is when they're about to die, we want to get together and talk and have these amazing talks. Mm. When someone says they want to move, we want to tell them how much we love them and we're going to miss them. But when we're there around each other, we it's like we take it for granted. Yeah. That's, that's the hard thing as well. It's like my mum's uh, mum, mm -hmm. she was unwell. Right. We're all up there and suddenly... Like you said when we were talking on part one, you said you you hadn't you hadn't all been in the same room together for like over ten years or whatever. Yeah, thirty. There we go. Yeah, it was a long time, man. And we're in this room, and all my aunties, uncles, cousins, we're all there. And mm. I think it takes someone to die for us to come together. Yep. And when I say, you know, you come into for this birthday, or do you want to go out for? Oh, you know, I'm busy or. Why, why does it have to take that to come together? Yeah, it's too bad. And I know you folks out there listening right now, you feel the same way. In fact, some of you are nodding your head, just like you do in many of the podcasts where you're like, I can relate to that. Mm. And it's true. And that's where that whole thing I said in part one, and you said it the same thing, was we were talking about we need to be more deliberate. Mm. Guys, let's get together. Because mm. you don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean go out and start skydiving. <laughs> and jumping off cliffs with bungee cords attached to your ankles because tomorrow's not promised to you. But it means, hey, who do you care about? You know, who have you been thinking about? Right now when I'm saying this to you, someone's name is coming to your mind right now and you need to be deliberate about contacting them. Don't send them a text message. Obviously, you have their phone number. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to text them unless it's through Messenger or whatever. But call them up. Call them up. Call them up and don't just talk to them on the phone. Make a date and make it this week. 
Mm-hmm. Don't wait. Say, hey, we need to get together because I've got some things I want to tell you. And hopefully they're loving things you want to tell them. Don't beat them down. Build them up. Phone calls are a lost art. Yeah, they are. Think how, think how difficult it is when you're with either... On, on the phone might be slightly easier, but say you're in a you're with someone they say do you want to go do this and you think oh, maybe you don't right. because you're there with them you you do yeah if someone sends you a text say hey do you want to do this you just say ah oh, now you know yep. you don't have to deal with that person exactly so phone calls they're a bit of a lost art because you ring someone up you say hey let's go for a beer or let's meet up do this that and the other right they'll probably be like yeah sure whereas you're given the option over a text message yeah and they probably just say ah oh, you know next week buddy yeah maybe next month exactly or i'm busy right now i'm busy right now and then they get you and they say well what are you doing right now well, and <laughs> then you start lying and say oh i uh <laughs> I'm uh, helping my parents build this, really, because I'm at your parents' house. (laughs) Then you're really in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you're right. Make it deliberate. Spend time with one another. Think about the things that you've you've said in the past or you've thought or you've heard at people's funerals. You know, there's some beautiful things said in funerals. Mm. But uh, the person who died Mm. knows how you felt before you even, you know, before they were in that coffin. Did they know how you felt? Mm. Or did they die not knowing? He said, like, talking about other people in front of them is such a beautiful thing. Mm. Like, when you go to a wedding, yeah, you know, and, yes. and the, the groom makes a speech, mm-hmm. and he says these things about his wife, and he's like, this is so nice. And the best man will say things about his friend and tell funny stories. That, that's, for me, that is right. some of the most beautiful moments in life. Mm-hmm. And as hard as it is, a, you know, a funeral, when someone stands up and says those things, is beautiful. Yeah. But imagine... imagine all our family are just sitting around around the corner. If we went round there and we said, "Right, this, I'm going to talk about Chris for the next ten yes, minutes," people like, be, yeah. "What's this guy doing? Yeah, you what's know, this all about?" He's, yeah, it, it seems odd, but yep. it's such a nice thing. Yeah, maybe we should start doing that. Yeah, well, you know what? Two, maybe no, it was last year. Mm. I did a challenge. You know how all these different challenges, the ALS challenge, and all the stuff was going around. Well, I did an above the ground challenge. Right. I said, pick somebody while they're still alive mm. and build them up and say something nice about them. Mm. Take a photo of them. Yeah. You know, like I go around sometimes and I, I would take selfies of people. You know, we'd hug each other, boom, and then I would throw something on Facebook and say, this is an awesome person. They work at IGA, blah, 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 blah. Mm. Every time you go in, they're always smiling, da, 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 da. And then people would, oh, they are awesome. They're a wonderful person. That is so true. See what you said. And it's really neat to see people do stuff like that. But yeah, you're right. That's another lost art form that people mm. haven't even tapped into. Building others up and being encouraging. Mm. Oh, there's nothing, nothing. I find it, I find it tough because I'm very, very dry sense of humor mm. so when i people a lot of people who don't know me properly don't know when i'm being for real or right. I'm joking. right so when i say something nice and i mean it they mm-hmm. don't understand and um i've had that for so long that i've just stopped doing it because i think <laughs> i'm i mean this you know right. i say to like someone i'll be in the office and uh, like someone look, i'll be like oh i like your shirt man and they're like, like yeah whatever like are you you being for real or are you digging me out well, you know, I'll be like some girl have a haircut. I'll be like, oh, your hair looks nice. And, they, and they'll look at you in a way and think, is he being for real? Yeah. So I just stopped doing it. Well, here's the code word. Here's what I do. Uh, a friend of mine, Ryan, and a few other people know this. So what I would tell them is when I'm being serious, I'm going to say seriously. Okay. 
so mm. I'll say, Ollie, your hair looks great. And you're like, yeah, whatever. I was like, seriously, man, I'm serious. Oh, okay, thanks. Yeah. That's the code word, man. Mm. But then I find it hard to... Do you find it hard to receive compliments? No, because I've had to talk to people about that. I've literally had to sit people down and say... Because people love blessing other people. Mm. But as soon as it comes time for them to be blessed, oh, no, 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 I can't take that. Mm. I had one lady that she was a blessing to many people in the community, and then a gentleman went to give her a car as a blessing. And she said, no, 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 I can't accept that. And I said, so what if God told him to give you that blessing mm. and you refused it? I said, you, you just robbed him of a blessing where he was going to bless you with something. So, no, you, you take the compliments, but you don't take them like you puff your chest out and all of a sudden your head gets twice as big and you can't fit through a door. But you just say thank you, you know? Mm. Like you say to me, cheers, when I was like, man, yeah, you're very photogenic. You got the look and you're like, cheers. It's like, yeah, thank you. I just find it, an, I find it an odd thing. I, I try and say thank I try and say thank I just find it. Fun is strange. Yeah, so thank you. Yeah, it's strange because people don't do that stuff anymore. No, you're right. You know, here's a letter I wrote you because I care about you. What? Yeah. How dare you? I'm offended. <laughs> 2019. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Write oh, something on my Instagram. Yeah, there you go. But listen, man. Gee whiz. It's been good. Right, before we go. Oh, yeah, before we go. That's, we take things day by day. Yes. Okay, what's the one thing that we're both going to be deliberate about? Today, what's the time? I mean, what? Sorry, what time zone are you in? We America, UK. Oh yeah, Germany. right now it's one o'clock. You, you happy with it being one? Yeah, I'm cool with that. Is that one twenty-seven? Canada time. American time. You're still in American time. Yeah, so it's two twenty-seven. Two Canadian right now. So we've got. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what time you go to bed, buddy, but about ten hours from now. Ten hours. Yeah. Over the next ten hours. Yeah. What are you going to be more deliberate about? Loving one another. Okay. Showing the love. In fact, but I'm sure. You do that every day. Yes. I want. I want something deliberate today. I want something specific. Specific. That you're gonna today. do. You're gonna do differently today because you show a lot of love. I can see that. Thank right. It's just ingrained into you. Beautiful. All right. That just comes that means natural a lot. to you. Thank you, man. But what are you gonna do today? Honestly, mm. I'm gonna put my stuff away and relax <laughs> and enjoy the company of others because it's hot outside and we're in the shade right now. <laughs> okay. that, that's my deliberate thing. I've got to write some more notes mm. so I can make sure I stay on point, which is one mm. thing I'm working on doing is being more organized. Mm. So I would say that's my deliberate point is because you and I sat here and cranked out two podcasts, mm. plus I did three yesterday, yeah. I have no notes written for any of them yet. Okay. So I'm gonna be deliberate about that. I like that. But I'm also going to be deliberate about listening to people talking to me mm. while I'm writing my notes because mm. what's more important, the people sitting around me that I'm visiting or writing on that sheet of paper. So that's going to be deliberate after our conversation. Excellent. Stuff. How about you? I'm going to be deliberate about making... Tonight we're going to a, Becky's family. They all play music. Okay. So um, we to a concert. And uh, they've organized this room where they're going to go play. Oh, nice all play guitar and sing and they've invited mm -hmm. all their friends and there's two types of me that could go one I could sort of stand in the corner and mm -hmm. talk to my sister and Mary and that yeah. I'm going to be deliberate about trying to talk to as many people as possible nice. I'm going to say hey I'm Chris's it's my brother-in-law brother I'm Chris's brother-in-law yeah, yes. we're staying up in New Brunswick and just listen to people nice take it in and then you know hopefully because that's a reflection on them yes and then hopefully you know when in a few weeks they're like oh you know your, your family came 
they were nice. Yeah, you know? very nice. Make an effort because you never know the conversation you're going to have or the people you're going to meet. Yes, and you never know the difference you're going to make by the words you say. There we go. And the words you don't say. Exactly. Awesome stuff. We're going to pray on that, man, because I tell you what, once again, we're just talking about life, folks. Relevant topics for today. We're talking about life, bonding at the same time, mm. and it's good stuff. And was, so, yes. Not to interrupt you. I was You're not interrupting me. I was wondering if I could say the prayer. I would like that. Mm. <laughs> yes. Okay. Of course you can. I start with, I, I address to the Lord. Yeah, so you could say Heavenly Father, you could say Lord. Okay. You end it with Jesus. Mm, because Becky likes to... To say grace yes. at dinner, but we haven't we haven't done it yet. Yeah, I noticed. And it's it's, it's strange because the first night we were eating, mm-hmm. I wanted to say to her, "We're not going to say grace." You should have said it. But then I, I know. But then I thought, what if? Because people had started eating, and I didn't want people. Right. To, you know. Don't. But worry I should have said that. it. Yes, you should have. Because I remember she came over to England once, and mm-hmm. we were about to start eating. I said, "Hey, hey, are we going to say grace?" And she loved it. Beautiful. So now we've had that conversation. Yes, we I are. will make sure we do. Yes. But what we're going to pray about? Our heavenly Father. Thank you for family. Uh-huh. I thank you for aeroplanes. Thank you for giving us the chance to meet new people. Today, or yesterday, I met Steve and Barb, two of the nicest people I've ever met, and I've only known them less than 24 hours. They've made me feel so welcome and so loved, and it, it's it's come it seems such a, a natural way they live their life and and the the way they do that inspires me to love other people more mm. um thank you for podcasts uh thank you for audio uh thank you for people creating a way where we can reach other people um and people can listen and we can communicate far further than the conversations we have in person. Uh, Thank you for my family. Uh, Thank you for golf. And uh, thank you for this beautiful day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That was beautiful, man. That's awesome. There you have it, folks. I've had a blast. I want to package this guy up and kidnap him. We would do a great job. Listen, give us some comments. We want to hear some feedback. I'd love to hear some encouraging things for my man here. Please. And uh, for me as well. You know, spread the word. Share it. That's Oliver. Yes. There you go. That's Oliver. Thanks for having me. Yes. Hey, God bless you, folks. Take care of yourselves. Love you. Peace.